Texas, and I'm joined by Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you, buddy? What's up, Brian? Hey, well, well how are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, we're also joined by the engineer extraordinaire, the person who can open bottles while uh, intro music is playing without blowing beer all over the place. Villem in Tulsa. Villem, how are you? Good, Brian. How are you? I How's am- my mic? It's, check one two one two. It's good. It's good. We'll just do those mic checks live on air. That's how we do it. <laughs> uh, what did you open so quickly? Like you, first off, you pulled that bottle out of your ass because I hadn't seen it on your desk the whole time. Yeah, I kept it hidden. Uh, it is La Fin du Monde. Belgian mm. Golden Strong. End of the du world. Monde. It is a ale brewed with spices. Uh, it is a Belgian style triple ale. Mm. Out of Unibrew in Canada. I think that's how yeah, you pronounce it. So. Canada. Yeah. Was it like Especially. way northern Canada? Yeah, yeah. It's a northern subsect of the southern hemisphere of, of Canada. You guys are familiar with the area. No, I mean where where is it from? Where in Canada? <laughs> you guys are familiar with areas. <laughs> uh, I don't know, is it where where is what what city is that brewed in? Um. Ooh, it's really good. I'll tell you that. It is brewed and bottled in Chambly. Oh, Chambly, Quebec. OC. Okay, QC. I'd that imagine this is pre- Quebec. Quebec. It's Quebec. It's probably pretty far north Canada, Chambly. because that means end of the world. In it's uh, good though. In French, really. La fin du monde. Yeah. Well, and it's appropriate yeah. that I'm drinking it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty far north. It's up by Montreal, so you know, Ooh, it's really not good, as far guys. north as I thought it would have been. It's a very good. Holy beer. shit! Can't Canada's so fucking big? Any stupidly big place. <laughs> uh, have you had any of the other stuff from Unibrew, Villem? No, this is the first. First beer I've had of theirs. So they make a Belgian dark strong uh, called Maudite, and it's basically got a double on it. It's pretty sick. They also make a Megadeth beer, which is a wit beer. It's very, very nice. And there mm-hmm. is another one that they make that I'm going to feel like a dumbass for not remembering right now, but Maudite and La Fin du Monde are my two favorites out of that brewery. They're really, really good, and they're not crazy expensive for the 750s corked in cage. Yeah. Brian, I feel obliged to tell you why I'm having this beer. Oh yeah, I was gonna say you said it was the end of the world, and you said it's it's fitting that I'm drinking this tonight. What is? Uh... <laughs> no, that is the complete wrong note. <laughs> that is okay. not what I was meaning. Was to... say. So uh, I, that that was more referring to uh, current events. But ah. I'm having this beer because it is my wife's birthday tomorrow, and she will be announcing that her and I are expecting a child. Hell yeah. Congratulations, Willem. Thank you. That's awesome. So I went to get a special beer, and uh, this is what I went. And it sounds less special now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is still a special beer. Uh, Belgian Golden Strongs, are they're, they're the uh, secular versions of some of the celebrated Trappist beers and monastic beers on the planet. Ooh, ooh. I will so say is- it's really delicious. It's very good. Does this mean the new is going to be a uh, atheist? Is that what's happening here? Because oh, if so, I knew you know. Well, I mean, I wouldn't impose any any kind of way on my kid. <laughs> Let them uh, figure it out. I, I don't even fucking know what I am. You know. So um, yeah, I would agree with that statement. So <laughs> I will have you know that I don't even think I let it slip to Brian. You didn't. That was the first that, news that I've heard of it. So. Frank, congratulations. Uh, you kept it together. Is that why you've been avoiding my phone? On the other hand, or sorry, 
Mrs. Mrs. Frank did not. She she slipped up a couple times. Not to anybody yeah, that yeah. would, you know, it would be impactful. I mean, the neighbors knew maybe <laughs> maybe six hours after you told us. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she's bad with that stuff. And then she's like, "Yeah, but they don't know him." And I was like, "It doesn't matter if you're so nonchalant about it here. <laughs> like, it's just gonna slip yeah. in front of someone that it matters. Like, don't do this." <laughs> Have you never well, seen we weren't too concerned, bill? honestly. I think the main thing was just not uh, sharing too early and kind of, you know, avoiding some of those conversations if you could. Yeah. Like I, yeah. we shared with people who were close to us because we felt comfortable about that. But beyond that, you kind of, you know, just want to hold off a little bit. I think Frank was the first person to know outside of our immediate family because uh, we visited yep. y'all up in New York, New Jersey. And we had found out like less than two days before that Mrs. Brian was oh, pregnant. Shit. And we were like, okay, so Mrs. Brian's not drinking anything. Yeah. Um, Frank's going to be like trying to force drinks down our throats the entire time we're there. I know how he rolls. I'm like, okay, we're just going to get this out of the way. So right you now. had to tell <laughs> No, it was, we got like, yeah, I remember, I still remember exactly where I was too. It was out in front of the noodle bar. We were waiting in line. And like yep. Fucking 5.02 when they opened the door at 5.05. And the entire place is filled by 510. At least it wasn't 20, 2015. But no, uh, uh, congratulations, Willem. Oh, that makes the beer. I mean, I, I opened up a special beer before because I had it available and I'm in that kind of mode of I'm just, if I have it, I'm going to drink it. I don't, I'm, right. fuck, fuck waiting for special occasions. Let's drink it. But it turns out, special enough occasion. We're going to make, make a special drink. Fuck yeah, Brian. Uh, I'm drinking Bretta Rose from Firestone Walker Barrel Works. Oh shit! Uh, and this thing is a tart beauty. It's a wild ale fermented on raspberries, a shit ton of raspberries, and barrel aged. Yeah. And then dosed with God knows how many like fucking souring agents. I don't know. This thing is a pucker. Is a is a, is a pucker beer. <laughs> uh, Frank, are you still on your on your clean path and your clean bill of health? Yeah, though I did. I'm having a glass of wine tonight. The messy news, the hour-long RNC debacle that I messed through. Yeah, I was going to say, it was self-induced torture is what you did there. Yeah, Yeah, I'd I'd much rather um, sit and punch myself in the balls for an hour (laughs) than watch that again. It is that bad. Well... I mean, um, that one girl's not coming back out to yell at ever at an empty room anymore, is she? No, no. It's almost as though they told them to tone it down on the yelling because <laughs> no one yelled tonight. People that I would have expected to yell didn't yell. Well, um, it was just but it, I'll sum up. up tonight. I'll sum up tonight by saying, Kaylee McEnany came out and said, uh, "Fighting cancer resembles the American spirit," and I'll just leave it at that. Just leave it at this. So anybody, if you've ever failed at fighting cancer, not only did you fail at cancer fighting, you're also not a true American. I don't even know, like, where in the fuck did they pull this asshole out? Like, I, oh, my God. It, it is the worst s- statement I've ever heard. <laughs> and no one called her out on it. They're just like, well, oh, okay. Okay. Well, I was like, what? It's also- <laughs> what, a, what an absolutely absurd equivocation. So I I compare these events, these conventions to like graduation ceremonies. No one's gonna stand up in the middle of the ceremony and boo the valedictorian while they're giving their speech. You know what I mean? Like I feel True. like they should. I mean, a lot of times, honestly, if you're going to a high school graduation, you should be allowed to boo, free of like guilt. You know what I mean? Uh, as are these uh, convention speeches every now and then. Like, yeah, I, I agree. Um, it's uh so, excuse me so they've been trying to do like fact checking on the fly a little bit so they after the speech they'll go through and like critique or not pr- critique but like p- provide the f- purposefully mis- misplaced facts right like they'll try to correct them um and there are just so many that they get to about 10% before the next speech starts um, it's just like, it's a rant. I mean, what the fuck? Joni Ernst tonight said that uh, Biden wants to ban agriculture and cars. 
Well, remember he was going to be bad I, for the Bible and God a couple weeks ago, so you know. And then yeah, and then like uh, Lou Holtz called him a, a Catholic in name only. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I like how you probably I mean, what cited the, f- the man Lou Holtz. <laughs> Lou Holtz. If he if he's a Catholic in name only, what the fuck is Trump? Uh, you know, like I mean, it's just. Oh boy! I mean, th- this man is—he is just on such a pedestal with some of these people that it's not—it's—it's it's not like a surprise that this is what their convention is, right? But boy, it's not something I want to tune into. I knew it was going to be bad. I didn't know it was going to be this bad. I didn't know they were going to. That's go exactly. Well. That's exactly. I was like, I already know this isn't for me, and I'm going to hate it. But I hated even like I hated it even more than I thought I would hate it. You know, like going into it, you're like, yeah, this is gonna be a shit show. It's like it's like when uh, Oklahoma State plays OU every year. You know, you're like, there's a little chance that you might not watch an ass beating, but you know, nine times out of ten, we're getting reamed. And that one time that you win, you're like, oh wow, it's awesome. Yeah, except I, I'd like to not see the RNC take a take a W. Frank, your mic just muted itself. Sorry, I saw it go red. Yeah, you can hear me now, right? Yes. I, just, I accidentally. It's uh, the yeah, but the RNC does they take Ws by losing, right? Like they lose by three million votes and then win by seventy thousand in like four states, and all of a sudden. <laughs> It's like this massive mandate that they were sent to Washington with. Like, it's so frustrating. Speak, so frustrating. Speaking of fucking the system, did you see? First off, uh, Dan Crenshaw, one of my least favorite people on planet Earth. Oh yeah. Uh, did you see? What happened to his eye? Was that is that like a war? In, he thing? lost it in combat. Yeah. Uh, he okay. His he's a state representative or uh, from Houston. Is that where his district is? Not, no, uh, no. If you look Crenshaw, up, look up Dan Crenshaw's district in Houston, and just tell me what natural shape that is, because it is like an outer ring around like uh, the inner city of Houston, just collecting all the wealthy suburbs. And he's like, "Yep, that's my, it's my district." Uh, it's fucking insane. I'm trying to pull it up now so y'all can. Y'all can uh, bask in the glory of this piece of shit. Uh, there we go. Dan Crenshaw District. Now, I have a fucking tiny screen right now, guys. Hold on. Jesus Christ. It's like I'm using one eye here. There we go. I'm going to share my screen so y'all can enjoy this. Uh, remember, it's the part in green. <laughs> Look at that. Looks super naturally formed right oh uh, my god yeah look at you should look at chip roy's district down here it's the same is it bad? <laughs> it's like texas is is literally on its last legs for republican rule and they they will hang on to it as long as they can well i i gotta say it's not even just the out, outskirts or the like suburbs that he's got because it's got like strips of like the heart of houston inside the 610 yeah like Jesus Christ, that that's fucked up. What'd you say the other person's no, name Chip, was? Chip Roy. He conveniently starts in what is essentially West Lake, goes down thirty five, cuts into my neighborhood and out of my neighborhood at the same time, <laughs> then goes down thirty five, cuts away from Texas State, goes around like that little professor area, goes to New Braunfels, all the way down to San Antonio. Like I'm pretty sure he's down in fucking Bernie. Yeah, he's in... Or pretty damn near Bernie. He's in San and then, Antonio. No, he is in Bernie. He's in Bernie. Yeah, so he represents my uh, my wife's aunt and uncle as well, and they live a full hour and 15-minute drive from us. I was going to say... And he, goes all the way through to, like, almost Fredericksburg. It's fucking... It's oh, the past, craziest past, district. It goes out to Bandera and Real County. Ingram mm-hmm. and Kerrville, farther west... This is literally, this is a pretty fucked up place to be representing all by yourself. I mean, I understand. Yeah, like, no, I've, this giant I've never seen the fucker. All I know is, is he, he spends money. He spends your money. money. Um, sorry, taxpayer money on campaign emailers. So, fuck him. <laughs> I could see how, like, everything, like, Kendall and West would fall in. I don't see how 
parts of Bear County and up into downtown Austin fall into his area. It's it's the fact that he so blatantly gets part of Westlake that pisses me off the most. Yeah. Because it, it only exists because those are conservative white folks. That's it. I mean, That's the part that pisses me off the most. Honestly, if I'm from out, here, out west here, I'd be pretty pissed that the old city folk are speaking for me via my representative. That's true. <laughs> he conveniently doesn't include Dripping Springs, which is a very liberal area. <laughs> like, we don't want to it's ridiculous. Votes. We want to try yeah. to capture as many as possible. Don't you understand how this works? Oh, shit. Is this Mike live? Damn it. <laughs> no, that's exactly how it is. Yeah, I, I can literally go the, the road that I take from 35 in is the cutoff of his district. So he downtown Buda is the only part that he really represents. And then it goes a little bit West, not too far though. Can't go too far. Um, to just past the high school. Yeah. And that's it. Then it's all fucking someone else. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Huh. Well, so I'm, Go vote in November. Fuck. Yeah. What else to say? You can't even zoom. You you have to zoom out to like, I don't know, 100 square miles to see the full district that this fucker represents. It's a piece of shit. That makes sense to me. Well, I mean. It's a screw knocking on doors. (laughs) Imagine that would take like two years to get through your whole district. He's just rattling cattle gates out in the front, out in the front of the pasture. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Chip Roy. Chip, you've already been here. I know. Live down the street. The next house, Chip. I need, I need to borrow something. Making it easy. Get about ten grand. Have make it nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. So we don't have to, you know, share it amongst friends. You know what I mean? Chip Roy. You know, Eddie. I bet. I bet he's like, I'm gonna have a town hall, but it's gonna be out in Kerrville. Like Chip, it doesn't help anybody. It's like fifty people that can see you out in Kerrville. Oh fuck! Fuck Chip Roy. It's a fifty people I like. Fuck Chip Roy. I'm done talking about Chip Roy. He just annoys yeah. me as a human now. God damn it. And the fact that he goes by Chip. It's enough. I've never met a good Chip. What's Chip right, short like, for? Well, Charles. Or, yeah, Charles, actually. thought that was Chuck. Now we're going to get to the bottom of this. I, I think, think Chip is short for Charles. I think just like Dick and Rick are both short for Richard. Uh, diminutive Chip of Charles or Christopher. Both short for Charles. Charles or Christopher. I think okay. that's terrible. Never heard Christopher. I, I only tell Never you what either. Google tells me. You know what I mean? So I do. Yeah. I blindly regurgitate facts that I read on Google. That's normally what I do. I don't really, I don't like to think for myself. So my facts come from Google and then three nights of the RNC is what I repeat for the next three. That's my four year calling card. You know, like I take good notes, study them well, and then I've got talking points for four years. How about this? How about, how about the, I'm, I'm now looking up behind the name.com. This is going to be my new favorite website. Um, <clears throat> related names to chip. You ready for this? Chaz. Chuck, yeah. Kit, Ooh, no, Kit, and my favorite, Kester, Kester, K E S T E R. You ever met a Kester before? No. Yeah, that is something. If you're a Kester out there listening, please uh, email us at nobodyleftbehindcast at gmail dot com, and we'll make fun of you next week. All right. Thank you. It's so awfully, it's awfully close to Keister. You know, like. Mm-hmm. It, it would have been a tough child childhood. Yeah, Kester's probably a, a a pretty bad man, but yeah, would have to be growing up with that name. Parents essentially guaranteed you being a badass. You ever received an e- a work email at nine thirty at night that that tells you that they need help doing something? And have you ever felt no. better about closing that email and saying that's a tomorrow Brian problem? Because I, I feel great right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, who sends the email? Do, do you have like some sort of messaging system where they can see you're online? Uh-uh. No. Uh, and no, and I'm not because I, I made that okay. mistake earlier so in the then, week. I left my Teams app open on my computer. and Oh, God. Brian, can you help me? Okay, I can. Don't want to, but I can. <sighs> fucking 
work. Anyway. Yeah, it's 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 actually borderline irresponsible at 9.30, you know? And do I get them all, like, all week from people who should absolutely know better? Like, fucking turn off. Go home. Like, you're at home. Just fucking turn your goddamn computer off. Oh, okay. That's uh, old man rant over. Sorry. Pence is about to make mother really proud. Is he going to pull his dick out on stage? No, no. That's tomorrow night. That's the big finale. Yo, fuck <laughs> this. Can we just... not talk about that? <laughs> Him talking. <on> this. <laughs> no, I, saw, I, saw I don't even want to acknowledge it. He doesn't hold his watch hand. It's, really, it's really funny. <laughs> okay, I just thought it was funny. Uh, so, well, I mean, Willem, you haven't said much. What do you want to talk about? Oh, I don't. <laughs> I mean, just not that. <laughs> it's okay. oh, very. Okay. <laughs> Well, we can talk about Messi leaving. Okay. Let's talk I mean, about that for a second. I mean, you can talk about your woes, and I'll talk about my like delusions of grandeur that we have coming up this year for Chelsea. So, Well, okay. So first off, Chelsea's going to be badass. You guys have Thiago Silva. He's a one-man wrecking crew. Um, beyond that, Messi, I totally understand why he wants to leave. Totally understand he should leave. He's going to be much better wherever he goes. Find it fucking hilarious at the amount of Premier League teams now all of a sudden their fans are like oh yeah go get Messi go get Messi for the 17 odd years that he was dominating in Spain <laughs> the only thing you ever heard was he's only doing that because he's not in the Premier League now at 33 years old you guys are losing your dicks about Lionel Messi fuck smooth off he's gonna go to Man City he's gonna go play from Pep Guardiola He's going to dominate because he's Lionel Messi and he's done it against Premier League teams his whole life. And he's going to make you guys eat your shit. And it's going to be fucking fun to watch and hilarious. But I just, I thought that was so funny. Like, as soon as he was like, oh, we want to go, they're like, Arsenal, go get Messi. Man United, go get Liverpool. You're like, I've only ever heard about how Messi would never make it in the Premier League. And now all of a sudden you guys are willing to trip over your own dicks for him? Fuck off. Well, Chelsea's not because we don't have any money to spend on Messi. We're spending it on everyone else <laughs> the rest of our Yeah, you guys are money. having a really good transfer window, man. We signed Chilwell today. We're we doing really final, well. finalized that. Hopefully tomorrow, Thiago Silva checks out in his physical. We can get him. Oh, I'm, I'm pumped. I was talking to a buddy at work today. He We, we had a, a call together, and before the call started, we were just nerding out on Chelsea transfer news. It was great. Uh, is he is he a Chelsea fan? He is. He is. Uh, it's my buddy, nice. buddy Drew who came up for my birthday that one time when you uh, oh yeah y'all were up. Uh, yeah, he's a he's a big Chelsea fan too. But yeah, no. yeah, you guys are you guys are definitely in my mind. Personally, I I would if Messi goes to Man City, it'd be between you two for me. Um, I Liverpool already showed some signs of weakness in their exit in the Champions League. It is really hard to sustain that level of dominance. So the th the three teams at the top are probably going to be Liverpool, Chelsea, and Man City. Um, I just honestly at this, I just hope we get some money for Messi, maybe a couple players. Um, we can't we can't get nothing. If we get nothing, we're totally fucked. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping for money and then also hoping for a couple players. I know that's in the discussion. If we can get if we can get that, we we have plenty of talent to at least compete for our league. Um Real's still rebuilding. But then yeah, man, the future at, at Barcelona is all it all surrounds the the board and getting a new board in there. The the fact that they fucked up the end of Messi's time at Barcelona should be a lifetime ban for all of them with the club. Like, just in never come back to this club. Never fucking come to the stadium. We don't need you. You're barred from all club activities. Get rid of them. There's not a single fan that would disagree with that that movement. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> oh, I'm 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 freaking excited. Premier League starts back. Uh, Chelsea's first this game weekend, is, isn't it? No, nah, well, I don't know. Chelsea's first game is September fourteenth. It's a Monday night. Oh uh, yeah, because I think some of the leagues start this weekend, but they start. Let's see here. 
so Premier League. Yeah, Premier League does look like it starts on the twelfth. Um, but some leagues actually kick off this weekend with uh, their FA Cup style yeah. play. Um, because technically, uh, you only get twenty-one days off. Like that was the agreed to time frame, and some teams have had off since like COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say um, some some leagues didn't come back this year. Yeah, so there are. I think the Austrian league kicks off. I think maybe the Netherlands do as well this weekend. But yeah, soccer's back in some spots. So somebody said on Twitter today, if Messi transfers to the New York City FC uh, MLS team, that he will be the best athlete to ever play at Yankee Stadium. Because <laughs> oh, at, he could do that at thirty-seven, and he would be. <laughs> it's just funny. Like, hope I hope to God we don't see a David Beckham situation where he comes and plays at like the LA Fire for three and a half minutes or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> God damn it. He's, uh, yeah. He's still, he would, he, he wouldn't do that. I, I think honestly, Messi. so he's going to go to man city. The fear is okay. So <clears throat> because man city doesn't want to burn every single bridge with Barcelona, they're going to pay something and give something for Messi. Okay. Uh, they're obligated to, so technically they could because of covid all contracts were extended right they could say that messi could be transferred for free from barcelona because he terminated his own contract which he had every right to do uh if they do that first off he would have to go to not a team in europe okay mm. Which would mean he could transfer to New York City. Oh God, FC. This is a wild. It will. It will never happen like this. But if they really wanted to fuck Barcelona, he could. He could transfer to New York City, FC. Introduced as a player there, and then get sent on loan to Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's some like. Uh like Madden level like fuckery when you mess around with a roster before you start your, your season and you're like, uh, load custom roster. Yes, please. Yeah. 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 yeah we're going to do that. We're going to, we're going to stack our wide receiver core. Yep. And we're going to put, uh, uh -huh. three of the best, uh, league's best quarterbacks. Uh, yep. Yep. And a salary cap. Turn that off. All right. I mean, this is, this is kind of like Tom Brady going to Tampa Bay, you know, like, okay, fine. He wanted to leave. He left. Messi left or is leaving, he's got two years left. You know, like, it's not... I don't think Barca is going to be able to compete for a Champions League in two years. I think our 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 style of play and our gaps are too glaring. It's going to take a good two to three transfer windows with money to fix, as well as promoting academy players, changing our style. Like, it's not shit that's just going to happen. So I'm realistic. I don't mind him leaving. I just want us to get something for him. That's all. Uh, I'm sure you're gonna fucking come out okay. I mean, Jesus Christ, you're Barcelona for 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 Pete's sake. Uh, Willem, I see your um, I saw your your message here. Really uplifting, but I feel like it has to be addressed. <laughs> uh, it's like all I can think about. I don't know. I've seen all over. There was one of the. Okay, first of all, the NBA just didn't play today. The the players just refused to play. Because of? Several MLB games got canceled because of a guy who got shot in his back seven times in front of his kids for no fucking reason. Yeah, yeah, luckily alive, paralyzed for the rest of no, his life. No, you saw that before. Yeah, no, he's. I, I was. I was letting the audience know what the fuck villain was. You know, on. Oh about. God, I got it. Sorry, sorry. It's called the lead in, Frank. Ignore me. <laughs> yeah, and then Tucker Carl. Okay, and then they had protests, mm -hmm. which turned to riots. Which, like, can you fucking blame anybody? In Kenosha, and this dude came in to the state from out from Illinois. And shot like killed people. 
Yeah, he shot. And he shot into a not, crowd. And to, and to make it to compound that, Tucker Carlson said, "How shocked are we that seventeen-year-olds with rifles decided they had to maintain order when no one else would?" Do you have any idea what kind of like a rallying cry that is to say something? Yeah, like that. that is a. He's he's a he's a piece of shit white supremacist to be thrown off the fucking airwaves. We're on the edge of catastrophe in this country, frankly. I I like the the police killings aren't going to stop because no one is addressing it and no one's going to do anything, and the protests will only get more elevated every single time it happens and there's a video of it and there will always be a video of it. And the more the protests escalate, the more emboldened white people are by calls from Fox news to go and hunt black people. It doesn't have what we're looking at going forward here. I'm not kidding. It doesn't just have to be Fox news. It can be, hold on. It can just be the sheriff of Kenosha who blamed the 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 people who got shot yeah. on being out past curfew and not addressing the bigger issue at hand is that a 17-year-old with a gun that he legally purchased or legally obtained or was legally holding in an illegal No, no, no. it was it was illegal. Hold, hold up. It was it, illegal. Hold up. Hold up. Hold on. He, he had it legally in Illinois and then once he crossed the state lines being a 17-year-old child and moved into Wisconsin that made it illegal. Uh, oh, okay. That's that's oh, the illegality. Totally it he was he bought it legally. He obtained like fucking 17-year-olds can have goddamn assault rifles literally if other white people say it's okay. Anyway, then goes into a crowd. The people who say he's defending himself, that is the biggest horse shit uh call I've ever heard. Like you can't you can't run into a crowd of people who with a gun start talking shit, get into a physical altercation, and then claim self-defense when you shoot people. That's not no, how it he works. apparently killed someone no, off I, camera I, I, before I know. all that. I, no, he, he, he shot into the crowd of people, killing two, wounding at least one other person, and then <sighs> walked back through the police lines to safety, where he quote-unquote attempted to turn himself in, but somehow made it all the way back to Illinois where he spent the night safely last night in his own house. So in the same town where a black man got shot in the back seven times in front of his own kids, that same police force that shot that black man in the back seven times in front of his own kids, let the, let the fucking 17 year old with an assault rifle who opened fire in a crowd go back to Illinois where he came from because. Yeah. I just want to say the left, like people on the left are armed to the teeth too. Like when you go to these BLM marches, they have their own like freaking group, like you know, units of people armed with like shotguns and all kinds of shit, just like they have on the right. I, the difference is, like, when you have people legitimately protecting groups of people, you don't necessarily see all the protection that's out there because it's it's a fucking defense. It's not an offense. When you see people brandishing assault rifles out open, that is an offensive stake. From the get, like you, I don't give a shit. Like what your stance is on gun rights, I too have yeah. have my stance on gun rights. But I was also raised around guns my entire life. Like you, you don't brandish a weapon unless you're ready to use it, and you exactly. sure don't point it at someone unless you're ready to pull the trigger. Dipshits in fucking St. Louis who spoke at the goddamn RNC. Like fuck, fuck that. We're literally hero, like creating a hero culture for people who want to bring call of duty to real life and then shit talk millennials and gen zennials uh for playing call of duty all day like that's and i think what's bothering me a lot the most is the the act which is fucked up but then the sort of like uh support of it instead of like unilateral condemnation that you would hope to see for something like that you see someone actually like and and Tucker Carlson speaks for a lot of people, you know, and his stuff gets approved and like, he's probably not going to get taken off the air for what he said there. No. And I wouldn't be surprised. No, I, th- I think he, he will. I think he will. His stuff is not approved. It's ran- He is his own editor on that. Sh- that's the problem with that show. It's an opinion. It's, based show. It's, 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I really hope I don't hear it from more people and there's like an apology because that's, that's absolutely terrifying. Dude, the most egregious thing I heard today was that fucking sheriff saying what he said in an open press conference. Like he is yeah. speaking for the people who are protecting the people of Kenosha, Wisconsin. And he is. Yeah. And let's just, let's just be clear. He said, uh, if people were not out past curfew, maybe that doesn't happen last night. That's what he said. Yeah. <clears throat> so and that, that, yeah, that so is something I'm, that did get approved people did take time to listen sure. to it and he still fucking said you know but i i don't know i don't know sure, like these are, are not an attempted lynching yeah but these these are not professionals like the problem we have is we we put people in positions they're not qualified to hold that sheriff could have said that off the cuff it wouldn't make a difference like yeah, it doesn't matter you don't say that that's, right like that is true. approved not approved it doesn't come out of your fucking mouth um, like the thing, the thing that I'm really hoping here. So I, I understand the fear and I agree. Like it is, it is scary to see that, um, it, there is now this white supremacist movement who's out just to fucking kill people who don't agree with them. It doesn't matter. Black, white. Yeah. doesn't matter. Um, what I'm really hopeful for is that what we saw happen with sports today. So the WNBA canceled their games MLB canceled some games. NBA canceled all their games. Um, MLS canceled all their games. Uh, we need we need leaders, and we need people. So so one of the one of the weaknesses of Black Lives Matter is how fragmented the movement is, without centralized planning and centralized foresight. So it's reactive, and I'm really hoping that what we can turn to, kind of leadership roles, or or what, what these players are willing to do involves organizing and structuring a movement that has a unified approach, a unified message. That's how civil rights changed. It doesn't change in this fragmented manner. I understand people are angry. I understand we need to protest. I get all that. Um, it fizzles out, and it fizzles out for one reason. There's no centralized continuation of the message until someone else dies and then we start the cycle all over again. Yeah. So I, I if, if we can agree, these things are like highly organized and the fact that they're, they're, they're not is because No, they, wait, I don't agree. Wait. There's okay. they're highly organized locally. There's there is at a national level, right? We we need LeBron James on the front lines like we had Martin Luther no, King. No, we don't. LeBron That's, James doesn't know what he's okay. doing. He has no idea how to organize. Absolutely it. does. He knows how to organize absolutely a movement. Does. Where did he train? That absolutely. That? He he transformed an entire school system in Ohio. Does that him and his organizing Ill. a movement? Does he know how to protect people from the police? Does he know how to form and move crowds and like direct no. people what, like protective barriers where the media needs to go? Does he know how to engage that's, with the police at the front lines? That is a part of a movement that's called protesting. That's not a movement. Yeah, but we're protesting about doesn't. Protest. No, I'm talking much larger. I'm talking, we need community organizing. We need to be able to have active discussions, national discussions, politically unbiased discussions. Like no- if, we're not willing to, if we're not willing to engage in conversation at a, at a structured level, right? And that doesn't gain airtime and all that gains airtime are the protests. This doesn't change. It just will never change. There's no... There's no talking. Listen, there's no anything from the administration. There's no admission of guilt. There's nothing about like, yeah, we, we should defund the police. The police are over-militarized. You don't hear that. You just hear about rioters and how they're da-da-da and they're fucked up and they're doing all the wrong shit. And they are simply responding to the pressure of never knowing if the next time you get pulled over, you're going to be murdered. What are you supposed to do about that? You're backed into a corner and they're be- and you're being told... Let's just talk about this. Like, no, fuck that. If you're worried about your life every single day, then all you're going to do is lash out and break and scream and say, stop killing me. And the more it happens, the worse it's going to get. And there's going to be less and less dialogue because humans. So so that that could be the outcome. That could be the outcome. If we accept that as the outcome. Sure. We can accept that as the outcome. I am not willing to accept that as the outcome. I'm not so, accepting anything. It's just how it's going. How are you going to make someone like Donald Trump come to the table? You won't. The hope is 
and what I've stated is that individuals with platforms, individuals with voices, equal if not exceeding that of Donald Trump, start better organizing. We are being out-organized because the platform voices that are supposed to be speaking up have been virtually silent. All they've done is tweet. Come to the front lines. Go walk the fucking pickets. Stop just sitting there and not doing a damn thing and going and playing your fucking game every night. That's where the difference will happen. Their power is in their ability to organize. They're parts of teams. They have access to resources that the average protester does not. They can start community community conversations because, hey, they have instant rapport. They've got the funding to fund anything on this God-given earth that the movement needs. That's what's needed here. Structure, an approach, a message. I understand people are angry. I get that. It is not in in an in a in a fragmented group's power to bring about the change that's needed here. The NAACP was founded to organize for civil rights. That's what they're for. They have failed the Black Lives Matter movement. We need a new organization that will take that movement forward and assist in the 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 organizing. I'm not saying protesting is wrong and it's not warranted and that's not it. But there is a higher level here that's been missing for a long time since the beginning of this movement that needs to come in. And I'm really hopeful that the players will help organize to do that because they're more powerful than most. They're more respected than most that have tried to join this movement. It just is the truth, um, in my opinion. That's my hope. Like, I, I understand, yeah, if we keep going down this path, it just keeps escalating and get worse. I mean, tonight they're looting in Minneapolis again. Yeah, it's spray uh, paint everywhere. Hard. Keep looting, they keep shooting. Like, okay. I mean, start to hear, we can keep uh, escalating. It's start to hear the Republican National Convention and what's coming out of there while you hear about what's going on in the streets uh, at the same time. Yeah, the one where you said is this Milwaukee? No, that's Minneapolis. That's downtown Mar- Nicolette Avenue, <clears throat> that area. Um, sorry, that's that was Dad asking. <laughs> I always get you and him confused. Um, so, wait, hold on, it, 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 Frank. You just answered your dad no, on this podcast. <laughs> I did. No, I did. That's good. Um, so it it is it is difficult, but it's also like we've got we've got to be operational, like. It, it, if we keep letting the emotion take over every single time, nothing changes. It does not change. So yeah, people have the right to go loot. If you want to go loot, go loot. If you want to go break shit, go break shit. You do you. I don't see the value in it, but I also understand why, or I I also can see why. I don't know if I understand it, but I can see why things aren't moving. There's, there's no leadership. There is no leadership that will make this move um, from leadership is definitely not going to come from the white house. Um, at a state level, they're very hesitant. Um, I mean, even a state like Minnesota, who is pretty, pretty democratic, um, still barely passed any sort of police reform. Um, we need, (laughs) we need to look to other leaders and the most, some of the most powerful voices with platforms and people who have the most to lose are our professional athletes. It's who people revere in this country. So I'm hoping they're willing and, and able to understand what they're getting involved in. Cause there's no, there's currently no local black lives matter office. You can walk into and say, I want to volunteer. That's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's not, that's not a good Thing, the first thing that's been around for five years. The fact that you can't audit Black, Black Lives Matter um, um, contributions is a problem that needs to change. You can be for the movement and also understand that you cannot be taken seriously if we don't have these things in place. It just can't happen. I don't know. Maybe that's a whole rant on nothing, but <laughs> I had a long conversation with my buddy today on this. <laughs> It's just a lot of frustration, honestly, and just like disbelief and just, I don't know, like, I feel like a lot of people have woken up and like seen 
seen the truth and what's going on and like really like paid attention to it and but there are some people who just like won't fucking snap out of it but that won't change that won't be different five ten years from now and there are plenty of people who still believe black people shouldn't vote yeah but we need those people have outsized power right now because of all the gerrymandering and the shit that they've put in place over an extended period of time to really place us like you know over the barrel basically yeah and that's 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 sort of true i mean if you look at the polling right like police reform polls high both parties um it's not it's not an unpopular subject it's do people have the political will to go do it? And unfortunately, unless you start ruffling some feathers, um, not, not just in the streets, in the streets works, but there needs to be action and organizing behind that. Um, taking stuff from a Saks Fifth Avenue doesn't really prove a point. So it's, it's, it's that second step that's been a problem. Like I know uh, the city of Austin, right? They defunded the police by 150 million by the, I think it's by the middle of 2021. That's action. They're going to reinvest that into the community as well. But uh, all it did for the budget was really cut the new cadets. They they weren't going to hire any more cops. Cut 110 million or 150, like, I don't know, it was like 20% of their budget. And the only impact it had on them was, oh, we can't hire the new class. Like, what a fucking joke. How much money are these people wasting? You know, like... Mm-hmm. A lot. So It's a whole closed yeah. system. War, and then hand down the fucking equipment and then make more war. Yeah. Yeah, I walked this little park of ours uh, twice a week, and uh, it's right by the police station. And we've got one of those whatever what are those armored vehicles the not the brad are they the bradley maybe the the big dick vehicles armored police carriers yeah apcs yeah they've got we've got one of those this town has twenty thousand people like you can probably fit the whole town in that thing (laughs) it's a fucking dick measuring contest with other police with other police departments in the area i mean yeah and then when it gets to using it they don't know how to they, and they do right. way more and, harm than good. Like, yeah, guys, this is this is the moment that calls for that. Bring it out. It turns into <laughs> that fucking other guys scenario where they're like, "We caught the bad guys." You, look, it was five hundred thousand dollars worth of damage on your way to get to the guys. So what are we doing? Yeah, sir. Uh, what was it? The guy goes, uh, uh, "New York Daily News online, <laughs> sir is." <laughs> It was $5 million worth of damages really worth the $30,000 in marijuana you confiscated or whatever. Yeah. And I was like $5. It's like a yeah. little <laughs> I mean, but would you be surprised if some shit like that popped up? Like, oh, people cool. got, got stayed on earth. <laughs> <laughs> Good city on earth. And whoa, the whole crowd. Was yeah. Oh, the best. The best. To give you guys an idea of how yeah, like serious some of these things, like media outlets and things are taking it, do you guys watch Brooklyn Nine Nine? Yeah, I used to. Terry Crews really ruined it for me. Terry Crews did why? Are you, uh, it's going to be a whole different episode. Terry Crews is a dumb motherfucker. He really like he is the dumbest asshole on planet Earth. Go on, what were you really? saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's okay. turning into his character from fucking what was that movie that everybody thought this was going to turn into, and it turned into worse. Idiocracy. It's like way worse than that. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's turned into his fucking character there. Oh, I see. I'm maybe not far enough, but anyway, they have like they're not renewing the show necessarily because they don't know how to proceed, or like they want to wait to see how they can go forth in a more responsible way. Like that's how bad public like opinion about police has gotten. Yeah. What sad villain. So, and and that's, but that's, that's a good sign, right? right? Like that's a very good sign. Um, and also like I, I saw your most hated show and a show that we've called for many times to be canceled live PD. It got canceled 
instantly when the George Floyd shit happened, like literally a day and a half after. They were yeah, like, yeah. we're not doing live PD anymore. So it, change is happening. Change never happens quickly. But I really would hate to see people resorting to tit-for-tat violence. Like, you've got to remember, right? Like, nothing, unfortunately, moves forward without bloodshed. But if you're the one shedding the blood, you're putting causes back. You're putting the fight back. Like, we don't we don't need that. Um, that's not saying that if someone with a gun was protecting multiple people um, who was being, being fired on and killed the gunman, it's a very different story. Um, but people, people who are for police reform and for um, um, community investment, they don't need to be arming themselves to go fight. Like that's not that's it's not that's not what this is about, right? Like it's it's proving the point that everybody wants you to prove. I think really they just see it as self defense. To be quite honest, like I would pick up if I was black, I'd own a gun right now for sure. <laughs> Without a doubt, at least one. Yeah, but you think you think you could make the decision to take a person's life? Though? Like that's always my. Oh, yeah. If if I think so? seen what I've seen on video, and if I was black again, oh yeah, easily. I'd I'd relish in being able to take out the hate. Yeah. I'm serious. I, well, I would when were you black? So when when exactly were you black? <laughs> yeah, you did say if I was black again, Villem. I, I was gonna. Let yeah, go. you did. <laughs> uh, I think you. Well, I don't have. I mean, you know, it's not directed at me, so I don't really have like a just cause, but. Villem, that would be a just no, Villem, Villem, you said totally. if, if I were black again. You did. Again, if I meant to say again, comma. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, what I will say it, to It that, came across pretty funny. What I will say to that, Villem, is be be aware of what you just said, even as a white person. Because as a as a white person saying that, that is a very for us an easy thing to think about. And be like, oh yeah, that's exactly what I would do. But as a black person, even owning a gun. You are now bringing ten times the unjust yeah. treatment, and the the repercussions can be exponentially worse for your yeah. your your routine traffic stop. Philando Castile is a yeah. fantastic example of that. A legal gun owner who was shot in front of his child and his wife I in mean, his own car. It takes a certain amount of courage and like conviction of like you know belief in what you know to be right and true and like being willing to to like like believing that death isn't necessarily the worst thing in the world and that like some things are worth dying for like i really believe that it's on that level of uh courageous for a, a black person to like legally carry a firearm i mean again like the, the these are things that i've had to talk with uh you know talk about with mrs brian just as like we I, we bought a bunch of basically black power stickers <laughs> like uh, that we were going to put on the back of her car. And we uh, essentially like just switched and we went with the, the um, ally stickers on the back of her car because yeah. of the conversation of like, what does what someone driving down the road or a police officer in particular driving down the road looking for a reason to stop someone. Yeah. Like, that is like, that's that they can Absolutely. make up a reason to stop someone with that on their car. And why would a black woman driving by herself want to bring any more attention to herself by, you know, yeah. from a yeah. police officer. And, and like, that's the fucked up shit. Like people who want to talk about racism is dead. Racism is not dead. Uh, and, and you know, it's not because you hear people bitching and complaining about people peaceful, peacefully protesting and also rioting protesting. So, Racism is not dead. People make these fucking dumbass comments on social media and in real life now uh, and on news stations and behind the podium dressed as a goddamn sheriff, you know, cosplaying as a sheriff, uh, make these statements that are <coughs> that are forever like further embedding systemic racism into society and just ignoring what the repercussions of their statements are. All so let's Trump let's just quickly disgusting display of racism. It is, and let's quickly justify here, right? Kenosha, Wisconsin, is not center of progress that people would believe it is. It is a super fucking red part of Wisconsin. So yeah, but now we're talking about not like surprising. Fucking literal lynchings. I mean, yeah. I, I mean that yeah, guy it's, went. It's, listen, listen. This okay? That seventeen-year-old kid went and lynched himself to black people last night. That's what he did. It's nothing short of that. He went and he hunted black people. 
period. He left his home state. He set out. He had his little surgical gloves on, whatever. And he went and he hunted black people. That's, yes. That is no different from any other period in this country's history. That's exactly so, the same thing. Uh, and, and when you look at it, it from that so, perspective, you could say we've made zero progress. If that's well, so here's, 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 so I talked to John today and I asked him if this was like, so he, he brought up something that led me to this and we both kind of agreed on this, right? Like, so as, as a 17 year old kid, right? The decision he made in doing what he's done, right? That's, that's such an impressionable age. Society failed that that kid for 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 him to so easily make a decision right that a patriotic choice tonight would be to drive up to kenosha stand in the street do racist hateful killings um we need to investigate there there's 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 an entire generation here that we are are in danger of radicalizing similar to what al-qaeda did right um, to their youth, uh, the right is radicalizing a, a youth sect here that are more than willing, right, to make bad decisions because they're kids. They don't understand the consequences of their decisions. Um, in some kid, sorry, in some states, that kid can't even be tried as an adult. So it's it's like there's there's such a psychological realignment that happens once people get into this fucking QA non shit. And like, it's, it's sad. Like society is failing at such a basic level to steer people away from things that we all at some point, it wasn't that big of a problem. You know, like we, we, we had racist police. Sure. Um, that's been a problem for as long as this country's existed, but this radicalization of, of the alt-right and, and white people just being so willing to be demeaning to immigrants and demeaning to black people and just any non-white, this is pretty new um, for, for our generation, right? Like, it's not something that I can relate to. Like, I just can't see that this is like a... While I agree it hasn't gone away, it seemed to not be as crazily in like how would I put it like not as a light as, as it is right now right we're not as comfortable 20 years ago as they are now like it just to your point this dude went shot black people that's what he wanted to go do I think I think if, if there's like being failed by society and frankly like Whoever failed him, they have that on their conscience. That's not really for us to worry about. Uh, but once you've been failed that badly, and then you turn and you do that, and you now become part of the like culture that is now failing everybody else. Oh, but he you wanted to be. The, right? Yeah, he wanted to be. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. He wanted to be part of that culture. I what I'm what I'm simply saying is is like at some point we need to figure out why do people think this is okay? You know, like yeah. it's a 17 year old kid. Nothing that kid does speaks to who they are or who they were as a person. They don't have a history. They were a kid F seven years ago. That kid was wanting the next halo game, you know, like, and then something happened in the last two years, three years, you could probably pinpoint Right, like it's such a short fucking timeline that that kid yeah. was able to even consider picking up a gun and shooting people. Very similar to the El Paso like, Walmart shooter who drove from yeah Lily White Allen down to El Paso to make sure Mexicans didn't cross the border. Oh right, yeah, that was almost it was about a year and a week ago, or a year and two weeks ago. And like, how quickly has that shit? I mean, honestly, we had a global pandemic that doesn't hurt, but like, how did we quickly forget that that this same scenario cycles yeah. once again? We're so used to it. Yeah. I, I apparently I, the Lakers and the Clippers have voted to boycott the NBA season altogether. 
Two favorites in the Western Conference. That's massive. Mm-hmm. Most other teams voted to continue. LeBron <laughs> James exited the meeting. Wow. He's the leader of the um, players' union. Hmm. So it yeah. sounds like I don't think the NBA season's going to continue. No. I think it's pretty much done. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm so happy yeah. to see sports team like stars like take their platform and fucking use it. Yeah, please. I, use it more. Like it's the, no bigger fuck you to the people who said shut up and dribble than like, okay, I won't dribble. Now watch what the fuck watch your scrambling ass. Because with them not playing, like what money the NBA would have brought in, you know, to, to scrape together from a season that has been, you know, uh, I don't want to say destroyed because it's a fucking big game. It's been shortened uh, by COVID-19. Like, no, no, you can't even make what little money you were banking on making. So fuck <laughs> you. I, I love that because they would never, ever do that for fucking people. Not at that scale. If it meant mm-hmm. losing that much money, they wouldn't fucking do it. With with that being said, though, the NBA has been very... So the players control the league, right? <laughs> so yeah. they've been very much on the forefront of the movement and supporting Black Lives Matter and not so much the owners, but the league and some owners, Mark Cuban being one of them. Um, I'm sure Mark Cuban was like, guys, if you want to go do this, like, fuck off you don't need to go to the bubble yeah um or stay in the bubble like he's he's a very very supportive guy to to black lives matter like he's he's as sick of it as anybody um so yeah it's yeah man the answers are n- never simple and <clears throat> these things take a lot of time and sometimes we really wish they would happen sooner and this is no different this is true this is incredibly true. Well, I um, wanted to see if y'all have anything else that y'all'd like to get off your chesticles this evening. I know we started out with some some uh, technical difficulties on my end, and I apologize. Uh, but I wanted to wanted to see if we clear. Is this really only minute minute three of the podcast now? Yeah, I haven't been recording this entire time. I'm very sorry. Oh, motherfucker! I started recording <laughs> at Mark Cuban, and then I cut out some parts to make it sound like you wanted to make love to Mark Cuban. I hope that's okay. I'm very. Do you sorry. remember? Do you remember some of our first casts where, like, twenty minutes in, we'd realize someone didn't hit their audible button? <laughs> I remember the cast where Parker would drop and then come back. Because his shitty Tulsa internet and the system that we were using back in the day would put his new, it would act like when he came back online, it was a new oh, recording yeah. and jam it at the first of the podcast and it would flatten everything as one solid, one solid audio file. That was great. I love those days. Those are great. Those are fun times. God, I remember that. I had a fucking newborn. You know what's wild? I had a fuck, Villem. I had a fucking newborn when we started this podcast. This child is a little human right now. It's fucking wild. It's wild that we're still having audio problems and this kid can basically take care of herself right now. <sighs> really a it's testament. It's embarrassing. To, on it. Yeah, who, it is. who is the audio technician <laughs> on this podcast? Really just more of a, a spotlight on the shittiness of our growth and our abilities to change. <laughs> I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you ever wanted to meet Four more stubborn people. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me. Whatever. Deal with it. Uh, gentlemen, I, I, I'm, I think I'm going to call it tonight. That Breda Rosé completely wiped out my palate. I can barely taste water now. Um, mm. So I don't, I could, even if I opened another beer, it wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to taste it. There. Um, I've just been nursing the La Fin du Monde. I mean, that's so. a nursing. It's a fucking 750 milliliter bottle, like 23 ounces. And it's every bit of like nine and a half, ten and a half percent alcohol by volume. Nine. Okay. Uh, so I mean, you nurse away, my dear friend. Nurse away. Um, I'm glad Frank's mic mute actually worked this time. Last time I saw him quickly try to mute the mic and then blatantly just cough right into the microphone <laughs> because it didn't mute. <laughs> this time it worked. So audio growth. There it is, right there. All right, guys. Uh, Frank, 
You have anything else this eve? You have any uh, 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 Reddit bits of gold that you've you've uh, s- scoured away? Nothing else. I was I meant to say squirreled away, but I said scoured away. <laughs> That's not right. It's just in, inaccurate altogether. Well, anyway, uh, gents, I've had a good time tonight. Uh, hopefully if the listeners had a good time, they can go over to iTunes or, uh, their favorite podcast app. Give us a rating. If it's available there, five stars only appreciate it. We're up to 18 five star reviews on iTunes right now. I mean, I feel like for somebody who really just plugs this shit at the end of like a three hour podcast at times, all five star reviews on, on iTunes. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Now watch, I'm going to get on there and there's going to be like a fucking two-star review. Make me look like a real asshole. Anyway, we'll deal with that later. Uh, if you like what you hear, be sure to check us out over on our social media accounts at NoBeerLeftCast on Instagram, at NoBeerLeftCast on Twitter, and at NBLBBeer on Twitter as well. Let's, what else we got for the peeps? That's it, right? That's all we got? Be sure to like up those Instagram That's pictures. It. I've been working my nuts off over there. So uh, uh, yeah. enjoy, peeps. For the next until next time for Brian in North Texas, I am out. Near you. Me. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Until <laughs> next time. Bill and Tulsa. Drinking beer. <laughs> just, been... just night at the Roxbury for, for you and Frank. <laughs> me, you, me, you, me, 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 you. For for Frank and Austin, I'm out. Beer!